we'll start. Amar Rab, we're starting to two dots for Lamed. So if you have pots that were uh, <clears throat> after Pesach, you have to break them. Okay, now this is Rab Lashitasai. So Rashi speaks out, number one, it's Rab Lashitasai who holds that, like Rabbi Yehuda, that there is an Isra of Chametz Sha'avar Lava Pesach, and, right, Bimashahu. Pardon? Lamed, Lamed. Okay, so I'll just speak out that Rashi. Rav is going to hold that you have nothing. There's nothing you can do with your past because there's micro, you know, tiny particles of chametz uh, in there. However, Rashi says, Number one, we paskin like Rava, if you remember on the beginning, like Rav Shimon. And number two, So in a Taruva, so your Nesim Gam is going to be Mutter. So, but Al-Kapadam Rav held the Shitasai that you have to break the pots because you have teeny tiny amounts of chametz, and uh, it's not bottle, and, um, you know, in, in the walls of the, of the pots, and it's not bottle, and he holds, like Rabbi Huda, chametz of Pesach is going to be aser. So the Gemara asks, Vamai lishinu achar Pesach v'lieved behu shaloi b'minam. So why don't you just leave it? And then, right, even according to Rab, according to Rabbi Huda, if it was min be'enai minai, Right, so cook something that's min be'enai minai in it. Whatever the comments you had in the pot, cook something that's enai minai. And then he holds that achar's manai, min, even if it's min be'enai minai, it is batal b'shishim, right? Ah, very good. So that's Texas' kasha. Ay, ve'hein. Ve'hein. Ve'vatlin is l'chachila. So Texas gives two answers. He brings a Rav Yasef who says, since there's two lativusas, because it's nice and tam lift gam and mashahu shalabimina, so then it's good enough. Okay, or he wants to say the second answer, the re, he asks, this is asking that answer. He says that the re says that since the kadeiris have to get, I'll read the words, it's the second to last line of Tesis of Lishinu. So it's not considered like being, you know, it's because you have no other choice. Otherwise, your, your Kadeira is going to get lost. So it's not considered that you're, you're doing, you're, you're being mivatal via dying. Okay. Okay, so that, fine. So anyways, Rob said, you break it. We asked, why can't you go ahead and um, just be mivatal at Acharzman <clears throat> by cooking something that's Shaloi B'minai and Min B'Sha'ene Minai Acharzman, even Rav agrees is going to be bottled by Shishim. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel, so that's Rav Shitev. Shmuel Amar, lo Yishaveru. Don't break it. What do you do? Avon Mashihi Luhu Laacharzmana. You wait. Ve'avad Behu Beimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
I skipped on, on Rav. I'm going to go back. Right? So why don't you go ahead and cook, cook food in it? Gezeira, Dilma, So we have a concern that if we allow you after Pesach to go ahead and cook something in there to be we're concerned that you might go ahead and cook something as well. And Rav agrees. Rav holds that min is never going to be bottle. Morty, I'm waiting for you to ask. Or sender. Ah, we said yesterday that Acharzmanai, we're not Mavato, we're not Geyser. Right? We said we're only Geyser, Tayzmanai, I, we're not Geyser. So here he says, Tayzus again comes and says, Yeah, when it happens on its own, then I'm not Geyser. But when I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if you're going to go, we're going to go ahead and say, here's what you should do. Go ahead and cook something, then I would be Geyser, Okay. Anyway, sorry. So, took the time for granted today. So we said, we asked, why can't you, after Pesach, you go ahead and cook something. According to Rav, there's no problem. It will be bottle. We say, Okay. Don't break it. You leave it there. It doesn't matter. Why? Because what did Shmuel hold? Now, what, right, what did Shmuel hold? We learned yesterday. Shmuel held that after Pesach, he holds like Rav Shimon. Right? And what did we say Rav Shimon holds? That there is no Isser of Hana on Chamet Shavalav Pesach. Okay, and therefore, it's going to be Bato. And where do we see that Shmuel actually held this? Okay, those people that sold pots. Says, sell it for a fair price. Okay, so what, hap- what happened was after Yantif, so everybody had the Chamet's pots, it was Shavalav Pesach. They thought that it was Aser. So they went out to go buy pots. So they created a rush, right? And uh, so the pot merchants were going to take advantage of it because they saw everybody wanted to go buy pots. So they, you know, supply and demand, they jacked up the prices, right? And then what happened? Shmuel came and said, by the way, I want you guys to sell it at, at market price. If you sell it too high, I'm going to go darshan, like my shita. I'm going to say that really the love is like Reb Shimon. And there is no Isser on the Chamet Shavalov Pesach. There is the, the stuff in the pots would be bottle. And they don't need to buy new pots. And I'm going to tank your business. So, if you take advantage of the people, I'm going to tank your business. So, why doesn't he do it anyways? Well, if he holds that, it, it's like Rav Shimon, and that's really the din. So, why didn't he just publicly announce it anyways? Why, why was he allowing the, uh, the pot merchants to, prof- to profit off of this? So, he said, Asr de Rav, who... Okay, it was Rav's place, and therefore it wasn't, it wasn't his place. It was, it, Rav, was the, Rav was in charge, and Rav held that it was Asur, and therefore in deference to Rav, <coughs> the people followed that. But he said, if you take advantage, I'm watching you. Hutanura, you have a, um, an oven, the Tachube Tichya, and you smeared it with fat. Okay, so flashics. Asura. So the Tanner is going to be Asura Ravabar Ahili Lemechel Lerifta Afilo Bemelcha. That Ravabar Ahili held that it was Asur to, to use this Tanner for even for regular, to eat regular bread with salt. 
So we see this is a din that you're not allowed, your bread is not allowed to be flashix or milchix. We're going to discuss this in a second. This can't be milchix either. Your bread can't be flashix or milchix. It has to be par. But what we're saying is if you go ahead and you're tach the tanur with, with fats, so then any bread that's made in there is flashix. So we have a where we say you can't even uh, use it as regular bread. Even if you know you're only going to be eating it with salt, with something par, still, we say it's aser. Dilma aser lemechle bekutcha, because you might come to eat it with kutach, which is a dip. Right? It's a dip that had a bubble that was milchix. And therefore, okay, meisve, and therefore we didn't want, right? We didn't want you to mix, and therefore they said it's going to be aser gzera. Meisve, ein loshen es ha'isa b'chalav. You cannot um, knead dough with milk. Ve'imlosh kolapas kula asura. That if you have milchix bread, the, the bread's going to be aser. Mipnei hergelavera, right? Because you might come to eat it, and if it's as part of a fleshix meal. Similarly, you cannot smear the uh, oven with fats. Until when? Until you smoke out the oven, right? You have to burn it out. It would be mutter. So the Gemara says, Right, because Rav Barahili was saying that as soon as you did this, you were done. If you, if you smeared fats into your uh, uh, oven that you used to bake breads, you're finished. You, you, there's, no, there's, there's nothing. There's no way to, there's no way to um, be husaket right, and deal with it. And here we say that, no, that if you're husaket, we have a brysa that clearly says if you're husak, it will become mutter. It's not asr la'oilam. Right? He asr la'oilam. He said, afilu milcha la'oilam. That's what he said. That's a Rev Ahili. So therefore, as we slug up Rev Ahili, we say that it's really only going to be usher if, if, uh, it's only, until you, until you kosher the oven. So Amr right, you smoke it out. Husak. Amr Lehi, Rav Ashi, Bechime Achar Di'itosiv Rav Ahili. Amai Ka'amar Rav, Kader Sepesach Yishaveru. So he said, I don't understand. Once we, once we said, that it, that, that, that it is, right? There is a way to fix it. You could be husak it. So why did Rava say that kedera is pepesach yishaveru? So Amar lay. so he responded, Ravash responded, hasam tanur shamateches, hacha begdera shalcheres. Okay, that's one simple answer, is that we were talking about a tanur that's made out of metal, and that you can go ahead and be husak. You can relight it, and that would, right, you can get rid of so we're going to see soon, you can get rid of the, whatever bad you did by just recreating the process, right? And, and so if you cooked, if you heated up fats inside the oven, you could reheat up the oven without the fats and that will clear it out. As opposed to cheretz, which we'll see is porous. Really, they're both cheretz. And really, you can be husak shel cheretz. It will work, right? You can relight it and smoke it out. However, when it comes to a tanner, you light it on the inside, right? So it's a stronger, right? The heat stays in, you're lighting it, and it's able to expunge the fats that you were tough on it. However, that pots, you light it from the outside, right? You put a pot on the flame, not on the inside of the pot. Okay, so... And that's why Rob says you have to, you have to break the pots because I can't light it. So the Gemara says, okay, so light it on the inside. Light the fire inside the pot. So just like we said by the tanur, if you were tuchet with fat, 
you can relight it on the inside according to this lashon. We're, talking, we're not talking about metal in this lashon, we're talking about a cheres one, right? The Gemara changes now, it's cheres. So go ahead and light on the inside of the pot. So the Gemara says, Chayas aleha mishom dipaka. We have to be, a person is going to be chayas, he's not going to actually really do it, because he's, he knows that the, the pot will burst. They're not made, uh, pots are not made to have f- fire on the inside. Helkach, therefore, haibuchia, this buchia, uh, Rashi says these are, I thought uh, in previous places we've, we've said it's like a mortar, but here Rashi says, kli shahayu mirafim, they're shards, shekarin tiles, they have these heating tiles, they were meant to write the heating tiles, maybe like those things you ever see, like they make the pizza, they put that metal thing on the bottom. Maybe, I don't know if that's for separation or for heating. Or in my head, I'm thinking, you know, you go to a restaurant, you order one of those steaks sometimes, and they bring it out on like that metal thing so like it still cooks. You know, so some sort of heating tile. But anyway, the point is, hesiko mi hu, that that is hesiko mi and not mi bifnim, the osir. So whatever they had, they had some sort of, it must have had some sort of receptacle, right? Because it had to be like a pot or something. But it seems like they would have some sort of baking tiles, like pans that they would put in the oven. So we're saying if Hesikam Bachotz, it's going to be Aser. However, Gumri Shapir Dummy. If you filled it with coals, then it would be okay. Because that's Hesikam Bachnim. And I guess those, we said that, that normally, um, you know, that, that it was a way that that's, that's the normal way to cook with it. So there you wouldn't be necessarily as concerned and therefore it's mutter. But a normal pot, that's where Rav came along and said, you shover, you got to break it because you're not going to heat it on the inside. It's going to burst. It's not made for, to have the heat on the inside. Amar le ravina le ravashi. So now we're talking about kashering things on Pesach. So we discussed the pot. We said it can't be. So Amar ravina le ravashi. Hani sakini bepischa hechi avdina. What should you do with your knives on Pesach? Hechi avdina luhu. Amarlay. So Ravashi said, I buy new ones. So Amarlay. Ravina said back to Ravashi, Tinach Mar. Okay, that's good for you, Ravashi. Right? You're rich. You could afford to buy new knives every Pesach. If you can't afford it, my, what should you do? So Amarlay, he said, He meant, Ravashi says, really? You, you, uh, you misjudge me. I don't actually buy new ones. I meant, I, may, I refurbish them. How? Kaitihu betina. I cover the handles with, uh, uh, with uh, cement. Right? And Rashi explains that the purpose of covering the, that, wasn't, that didn't have to do with, that didn't have to do with kasher yet, but rather that was to protect the handles because uparzalihu benara, he would put the metal of the, uh, metal of the knife in, into direct fire. And then he would uncover it. So he, he, he put them in cement, the covers, the handles in cement, so that he could dip the knife in fire and it wouldn't damage the handles. And then he removed the cement from the handle and he did the handle with hagala, right? With reishen, with, with hot water, with boiling water. However, the halacha is, that you don't have to have the top of the knife in fire, but either way, It'll work in hot water, uve klirishain, right? So boiling klirishain, which means that, uh, let's say, the water boiling in the pot is a klirishain. Amar Rav Huna of Yeshua. Okay, and, then, and you don't have, right. So Amar Rav Huna of Yeshua, eats parur. If you have a mixing, wooden mixing spoon, magiloi b'reishchen b'klirishain, that you also, you have to do a gala, right? In, in, in boiling water, 
you have to kasher in a boiler water and klirishain. Kasavar kibayloi kach poltoi. Because, again, we see this concept that in order to kosher something, it's, it has to be the out, the exit of the stuff that's in there needs to be the same way it was in. So how do you use a mixing spoon in a pot? Right, you're using it to mix your, uh, your wooden mixing spoon, using it to, to mix your, uh, your tomato sauce. Okay, so now that's sitting on the fire. That's a klirishain. So that if we want to kosher it for Pesach, so then you also have to mix it in boiling water like that. Okay, you do hagala, um, you pour, or pour, but it has to be klirishain water. What about uh, China, right? So this is stuff that's glazed with lead. So can you use your China on Pesach? So now, if it's the green, they had some sort of green pottery in those days. Those are for sure going to be Aser. Why? Because Rashi explains that those were very porous. Okay, and Rashi says it was, this, this is the type they used for uh, something they called alum, some sort of aluminum or something. I don't know. Failed chemistry, so I'm out on that. Okay, um, but the point is, it was very, uh, it was very, bolet, it was very I'm sorry, not porous, absorbent. It was very absorbent, so it would suck it, it would take in everything. So he was asking about black and white pottery, right, which apparently, which were a little less absorbent. My. Now, if it has cracks in it, so then of course it's going to be Osir. It's for sure going to be Osir because in the cracks, right, if it's not completely smooth, in the cracks you'll get some chametz in there and then you don't have to get he to, to bubble. He says they were covered, they were earlier where they were covered with lead. Right, that's what I said, right, it's China. That's no, China. No, because China is, is big. Yeah, but it's also covered with a glaze. But in those days, they didn't have a glaze. They would do it with lead. It, it, this is like H, it's ancient China. I'm pretty sure. But okay. Kiti vayalach. Kiti vayalach. Now, can you imagine right now you can't eat off. Imagine trying to eat off plates with lead. Kiti vayalach. Dishi. If it's smooth. Okay, so there's no cracks in it. So there's nothing, there's no place for the chametz to get uh, stuck. So my Amarle Chazina Lahu Dimidaisi. He's saying, I've seen that it sweats. Right? So if you put stuff in it, right, if you put cold or hot in it, it sweats, right? There's condensation that comes out right out of the pores. So if stuff that if it, if it sweats, what does that tell me? If it sweats on the other side, well that means there's something inside that's getting pushed out, right? So Alma Bali'i, so if it sweats, then it must be that it's absorbing. And therefore, if it absorbs, Siri, why? Because nothing leaves, right? Anything that, what's the problem here? If it's bailea, so if it sweats, it's bailea. If it's bailea, then there's, it, never, it never leaves. That's the point. That if something that is absorbed, that's what we're saying. From its pores, it never fully exits. And therefore, so anything that's absorbent is going to be also on Pesach. So now here we're saying for Chametz purposes, we seem to say that all sorts of pottery are going to be Asr because they're absorbent. Even smooth, even the black and white. Lead, Kalim, Black or white, Or even green, Shari are going to be Motor. 
So why by Yayin Nesech, if you use the keli for Yayin Nesech, all we said you needed to do there was rinse it out. We said it was going to be mutter. So maybe because Yayin Nesech is only a chashash to Rabbana. And not Daraisa, I called the Takan Rabbanan Kein Daraisa Takan. So that you can't be Machalik. You have to say that if the Rabbanan did it and they said it was a different reason, was, the Rabbanan don't come along and say, okay, here's the deal. By Chametz and Pasach, it's going to be Usr. So by Ayin Esech, we're going to say that it's going to be Mut. No, they, they're going to tuck it tuck in as, as they would in the Rabbanan. And therefore, if as they would in Daraisa. So therefore, if by Pesach, if there's inherent deficiency with these sort of Caleb, then it should be Yasser. So the Gemara answered, Amar What's the difference between Chametz? Really, that the, because here, what are we talking about? We're talking about pots. Yayin Nesach, what are we talking about? Well, you use as a wine glass. Well, wine glass is always cold. It's your wine, and therefore, it doesn't absorb. But when you're talking about your pots or your plates or where there's heat involved, then obviously they're more absorbent, and that's the difference. Amar Rabba Bar Abba, Amar Rabchia Bar Ashi, Amar Shmuel, Kol Hakelim Shenishtamshu Bahem Chametz Bitsainein. So based off of this, we say that any keli, and there'll be one exception where you use it cold, then Mishnamish Bahem Matzah, you can use it for matzah as well. So you have a bread box that you use for bread. Right? We had this. Remember earlier in the Masechta, bread box. You can clean it out. Spray it out, and then uh, and then you could just use it for matzah. It's not a problem because you're not using it. You're not using it with heat. Chutzmin beisar. There is one exception, and that is beisar are the um, you know uh, mixing bowls that they would leave the yeast in, right? They would leave the dough in to rise. So that is, and this is the concept of of like what we call davar charif or something that's sharp. Okay, so that is able to penetrate like heat. And even though it's cold, right, it's able to, it's able to uh, ferment. It has some sort of, um, you know, uh, uh, it, it's strong. It's davar charef. Hoyel shechei mutzai kasha. Because it's chametz is what we call kasha. And therefore, it will get into the kli even, it will, it will get absorbed by the kli even if it's cold. Amar Ravashi, obeis charesis kebesar. Obeis charesis as well, Rashi explained that this is some sort of kli that they would put vinegar in. Or anything that was acidic. A C I. Acidic, okay? And uh, they would put also flour into there. But, anyways, we see that, the, um, that there was some sort of fermentation process or something that created a dabar harif, and, that, and that's why. So, that's the exception here. Amarava, Hani, Ogni, the Mechuza, the mixing bowls, and Mechuza, Hel, the Tadiri, and the Melish, Bu Chamira. Since you, they, they would um, need chametz in it, and they would keep. So they would go ahead, they would need, they would roll out, they would need the, the, the dough, and then they would leave it in these bowls. The Gemara says, Pshita, of course. Yeah, so you already said that a Beisar, so what's the difference between these mixing bowls of Mechuza and a Beisar? So the Gemara says, uh, Since they were very wide, Right, then maybe it wasn't just a question of what's in there, but maybe it's a question of what the shape of the kli is. So if it's narrow and like the, the sharpness or whatever the uh, chemical change that's occurring can't escape, it gets trapped in, that's, then it goes into the bowl. But if it's very wide, right, then maybe whatever that chemical change is that's causing it to become a davar kasha is able to get out. 
So Kivan de Ravicha, since it's very wide, Shalom Avira, that, you know, the, 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 the uh, air, right, it, it'll, it'll escape out into the air and it won't be Bailea into the side walls, but Lei and it doesn't, Kamash Molan, that it's still going to be up. So, over here tomorrow we'll make it up tomorrow we have a little month it's a little bit more difficult it'll be a lot longer I know you guys you guys are going to be upset it's only a few minutes today I feel like uh, maybe do another one another daf yeah. huh. <laughs> I could have done this one in like 12 minutes I, we even quoted a few tastes in Okay. Uh, quick review. No, but this is important. This is like... Uh, this is... Okay. So we said... Rav said that the... We said chametz in the uh, pots, right? The kederis. Your, your chametz take a pots. You have to break because he held like Rabbi Yehuda that even achar pesach. Right? Breaking it means that can never be used again. That's the point of saying breaking, right? So he said, since after Pesach, the chametz does have an iser after Pesach, so it's going to be a problem. Um, and we said, even Shalei B'mina, after Pesach, where we were going to be geyser. We explained Pesach there, right? That you can't. We asked, why don't you go, just go ahead and use that pot for something in Shalei B'mina, because Rav held Shalei B'mina was going to be fine. He said that once we're, to do it as it's something like then we would be geyser. Um, Atu Biminai and uh, Min Biminai, like we said, Rav held, Rav and Shmuel both held, but Rav held that Min Biminai is going to be Asr even after Pesach because he held like Rabbi Yehuda that Chamet Shavala Rav Pesach is going to be Asr. Shmuel says, no, that uh, you can leave it after Pesach and then you could, be, you could do it Bein Biminai, Bein Shalei Biminai because he held like Rabbi Shimon and Chamet Shavala Rav Pesach, there's no Isr on. Um, and we had the story there that he, uh, he threatened that if they don't stop ripping off the people, that he's going to come out and darshan, that Shmuel's going to darshan like Rav Shimon. Okay, we talked about the tanner that you were tach b'shumen. So we got into a lot of this kashring over here. It says, oh, it's usher to eat bread, even bread with salt, any bread on it. Even if you're husak, that was what we said, right, according to Rabbi Rava bar Ahili, Ahiloi, that even if you're husak, we're chayshish that you might eat it with kutach. And we asked the kasha, we said that clearly husak is going to be mutter. So then Rabashi had to be machalik. I don't understand. If you're saying the b'risa, we asked the tuyuft on this, and we're saying the, the b'risa clearly says that you could be husak, the tanur, right? You could smoke it out, and therefore it'll be mutter. So I don't understand. Why can't, why over here, uh, why did Rav say you have to break the pots? Let's just, uh, let's just smoke it out. So we said either that the Tana we're talking about was metal, and this is Chairas, or that really the Tana was Chairas, but it's Husak Mibafnim, and therefore you could, smoke, <coughs> you could smoke it out, as opposed to the pots, which are normally lit on the bottom, and even if you were, we, and we, would, we don't allow you to light it Mibafnim inside the pot, because it's going to cause the pot to break, and you're not going to do it, and therefore, um, and therefore Rava said, sorry, just break your pots. Okay, and then we talked about how to cash your knives, or Ravashi first Right, so he said, uh, he said, you know, you could buy new ones, or um, if you can't, he said, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I like the way I wrote that there. Okay, um, he said that no, you don't actually need to buy new ones, but rather you just put the knife in fire, 
and the handles with boiling water. We said the halacha is actually that you don't actually need to put the blade in fire at all. You can put it in boiling water. And like we saw by the mixing spoon, Rav Huna said, so too you can also, um, you put it in the pot because of this concept of the same way that uh, you use the mixing spoon to mix chametz is on the pot. So too, all you have to do is do the reverse. You just do that again with water and that'll kosher it. We talked about lead kalim. We said for sure green ones are going to be usher their balea. We said even black and white ones, and even if they're smooth, okay, because for sure if it had cracks, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be usher because we said it is uh, midaisi, right? It sweats. So if it sweats, if it sweats, then it must be absorbing. And if it's absorbing, then uh, we have a din that anytime something absorbs, it'll never leave. And we said that, and that which we were mechalik by nesach was because by nesach we said by nesach it was going to be mutter because you only use them cold. And therefore, off of that, Shmuel said that any Kalim that are used only in cold, then for chametz is mutter to use on Pesach, except for Besar, right? Which you said at Davar Chimots, or Ravash said at Besarosis. These things are where you put vinegar together with, with uh, flour, that is going to be like a Besar. And Rava also said the mixing bowls of Mechuza, we said even though that they're wide and the air is able to uh, escape, still it's a Davar, we said Davar Chimots, something that is Kasha. And therefore, even if it's even if it's cold, it will um, it will it will make the pot chametz, and you'll be unable to uh, use them, uh, unable to kasher them for Pesach.